Welcome to the So What You Think podcast. This is episode five. Let's get it. Hey guys, this is your host Tom Heil, as always, and this is my co-host Legend. Yeah, what's good with you? We uh, we just happy to be here with you guys again. Um, you know, both of us have episode five. Episode five. Both of us got a lot going on, so it's it's, it's a little bit longer than usual. Indeed. But uh, we missed you guys. Missed having these conversations. Um, you know, and I just again want to remind you guys: anytime you want to utilize the email we made, um, and that's capital. E- S, so what you think podcast so what you think is all capitalized at gmail.com um you know things you guys want us to talk about questions you guys might have things yeah like also, that. also hit up that, that instagram account too yes, man please like uh like follow follow or subscribe like it's youtube yeah. follow the page y'all know what they're doing Speaking instagram man we're gonna yeah, have YouTube, yeah, man, I like, too. Yeah. working on some stuff, working on some stuff, but man. uh, yeah, definitely, definitely follow and um, and keep updated on there because through that, you can not only see what we are doing, um, yeah, us too, but also the team and, and things like that. So, I uh, just want to just want to thank you guys for riding with us so far. Um, if you if this is your first time tuning in, go back, check out the other episodes. Um, you got four of them, so. got four before, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Wendy's. And then, uh, and then you know, the the great thing is that this is a podcast where we talk about faith, culture, and life. Yeah. Um, all things that you uh, that you and I all experience. Yeah. Um, and you know, just for a a preface, I guess, you know, this is a Christian podcast because me and Legend are both Christian. Um, not because we don't make it so that you can't listen in if you're not, but that's who we are. So. No, be that being said, you, you're you're hearing through the lens of our faith, our voices, um, our perspective. So just just thankful for everybody rocking with us so far and the people that will be joining soon. Um, so let's start and let's just get right into faith. So uh, you know, Legend has a Bible study every Thursday at at, yes, sir. at yes. the Spazitory. Yeah, indeed, the blueprint. <laughs> Blueprint Bible study. Blueprint Bible study. Yeah, and man. um So what studies? Because, <laughs> <laughs> because of my move to Jersey, I haven't been able to uh come as much as I would want to. <laughs> um but uh I definitely strongly recommend again if you want to hit up the email, I'm sure Legend would love to have people come by if they have to move location to 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 fit the amount of people. That's a good problem to have. Um you know, I was there at the beginnings of it, uh, at the beginnings of the blueprint, yeah. so to speak, the yeah. drawing of the blueprint. <laughs> and, the schematics. Uh, yeah. Back when it was the Chick-fil-A Bible study. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, that Close on Sunday. <laughs> so, uh, but though I asked them what they talked about this past Thursday, and um, I think it's a something relevant, something that we... Uh, we need to talk about. So why don't why don't you talk about it, brother? And we'll, we'll cover it. Yeah. So so what we talked about on on Thursdays. My by by the way, we have like my my good host said we have Bible study every uh, Thursday. Um, usually at like seven thirty. They don't last too long, but there's hefty conversation about the Bible, biblical topic from a from a world perspective or from a faith based perspective about the world. Um, but what we talked about this Thursday, actually, we talked about um. We talked about favor, and and f- and favor is a word that you hear a lot, 
up in church stuff. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the favor of the Lord. You know what I mean? Like everything's the favor of the Lord. But like, what does it really mean? Like to truly mm-hmm. walk in favor. Um, and even like with with favor also comes you you attain more favor from God when you walk in humility. Mm-hmm. Um, which is something that uh you know comes with obedience. And uh so we talked about uh favor and one of the one of the stories in the Bible you talk about Elijah and Elisha, uh, where basically to summarize the story, Elijah was a prophet, Elisha was basically the understudy. And basically, he forsaked everything he knew to follow Elijah. Mm. And he asked for a double portion of what Elijah had. And Elijah said, if you're, if you're there when I'm taken up in the chariot, then you'll receive that double portion. So his, his humility to walk after and not just necessarily be pushed in position. Because mm-hmm. um, sometimes people just like want to be around somebody to, to attain that position, mm. but they don't want to learn. Allow him to receive that double portion that he asked for, and on top of that, like he received favor with the Lord. Even like later on, where uh, Elijah, like this is a scripture in the Bible, which we also talked about, where uh, Elisha was uh, basically being bullied, mm-hmm. um, and you know, by these kids, and God allowed a bear <laughs> to come out, two bears to come out the woods, and like you know, what I mean. They ate. So <laughs> the whole thing is like, you know, it's like the favor of the Lord is a, is a, is a solid rock, a protecting force. And, um, but yeah, just like favor and humility, what does that look like? And um, so the scripture, one of the scriptures that we kind of looked up and we went into was Ephesians 1.11. Furthermore, because we are united in Christ, we have received an inheritance from God. For he chose us in advance and he makes everything work out according to his plan. Um, and that's the NLT version, but basically, man, like just the, what the favor of the Lord looks like. And honestly, like I kept hearing, um, when we reply to God with obedience, he responds with favor. Hmm. And the whole thing is like, so when we choose to be obedient, uh, we attain those blessings, um, that come with following him and in the favor and uh, the blessings are a part of the favor, but just also, like, there are certain things where, like, there's certain positions where God's favor will place you where hustle wouldn't mm. um, because of just him being in your life and him being the center, and you get rewarded from that. And, like, for instance, where you hear it on numer- numerous occasions where people maybe didn't qualify for a job or something like that, mm. but because you... Um, chose to put God first or whatever, a job or a car or whatever, like God ultimately rewarded you with uh, with a blessing. So the whole thing is like his faith. And it's not just material things, but those are the things that kind of come off, um, come to bat right out instantly to, I guess, paint that picture of imagery yeah. of favor. But it's like when you really, like when you willingly submit to God, when you choose to Honor God with obedience. He responds with favor. He responds with blessings in your life and um, and just in your circumstances uh, and your relationships with people. Um, you meet a lot of people who who matter um, and are beneficial. We talked about the last podcast where it's like, yo, like, you know, yeah, we all work together with the music and art and stuff like that. But at, at the end of the day, I really feel like these are God-appointed relationships that I right. have with, with, with yeah. my brothers and my 
and my people. And I really feel like that's because I'm walking in the favor of the Lord. Because of the simple fact of, like, if you're not walking in the favor of the Lord, sometimes you get in corrupted relationships and build corrupted friendships that toxic, aren't toxic, right, right yeah. that are very toxic and they don't benefit you any yeah. at all. So all that comes with like favor of the Lord, which like yeah, we kind of yeah. went really like deep, but no, no, no. And 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 it's interesting. I, I was hearing this when you were talking. I was hearing um. So you were talking about the story of Elisha, mm. and I was hearing the story of Solomon. Mm. Right, so you know, when Elisha asked for the double portion, it was basically a lot. Elisha spent this long time following Elijah, doing serving him. Yeah, you know, doing doing kind of like. And here's the thing: Elijah has always been, even though he was always one of the most well-respected prophets, he was kind of like the crazy prophet. Yeah, you know, people were like, "I don't know what he's gonna do next. I'm a little scared." <laughs> you know, so like Elisha was like followed him. Didn't no matter what it was, he followed him. Yeah. And so he at Elijah basically asked him, "Hey, wh- what do you want?" Mm-hmm. And he said, "I want a double portion of your spirit." And then we find out later that he actually did double the miracles that Elijah did. Yeah, man. Through that double spirit. Now, here's the thing: you go back to now where you got Solomon. Mm-hmm. You know, God says you can have whatever you want. What do you want? Yeah. And the one thing he asked for is wisdom. Yeah. If you notice the two things that these that that are lining up here are that these are not things that are a worldly or fleshly want. Mm-hmm. These were things that had to do with God yeah. and their calling on their life. Yep. So for me, you know, and I boil this down to a, a young speaker I was speak uh, I was I, I had an opportunity to talk to a while back. You know, he asked me like, "Well, how do you find like gigs and this that and the other?" And I'm like. Look, <laughs> I'm still working on my career. I'm still <laughs> working on my you know, me trying to find speaking engagements. But you know, if I had any advice from I said, look, you worry about your gift a lot more than you worry about the gig. Right. You know, those are only a couple letters separate. You know, gi- gig and gift. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and, and so like. Yeah, man. That's that's yeah. That was wow. That was neat. <laughs> <laughs> so like you know, and, and so when I'm thinking about you know. When I bring up Solomon, I was thinking about Proverbs when he said, um, you know, f- uh, fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the Holy One mm-hmm. is understanding. Yeah. And so what I'm hearing is like basically when it says knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Yeah. Like even understanding the simple things about our call, about the, the things that are going around us have to do with knowing God. Right, 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 yeah. You know, and so when we're talking about favor, like, to discern, which which wisdom is, is the ability to discern. Yeah. To discern, that comes from reverence. Yeah, man. You yeah. know, and so, like, I mean, I'm just listening at the top. These are things I have at the top. I mean, you know, when you were talking about the story of Elijah, that I mean, that's a God-fearing guy. Yeah, man. I mean, this is the guy that went up to a mountain, yeah. you know, and put his he- head between his legs, waiting for it to rain. After right. a <laughs> I mean, he did some crazy stuff, yeah, you know. But like that was who we was. He was so confident yeah. in God. Yeah. And I love well, pastors. The, 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 well, you know, the funny thing is that you talk about his confidence in God. Yeah. Uh, it, one of my favorite stories is when he, uh, when he took on the people from Baal. Yeah. Where he was like basically talking trash. Where it was like him versus like. Like two hundred and fifty people yeah, yeah, when yeah. they when they wet the altar and it yeah, was yeah. like, Hey man, like all right, we're gonna call down our guy and he's gonna do whatever 
blah, 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 blah. And Elijah was like, all right, he must be asleep, I guess. I don't know. Maybe he's not working. All right, y'all done? All right, cool. This is about, this was what's about to happen. And he called down fire. And, like, 289 people, like, basically, like, you know, because they were enemies of the Lord, like, you know what I mean? It, you know what I'm saying? Like, what it, yeah, they got they, they got the guy. <laughs> they got it. <laughs> they, got, they got the guy. You know what I mean? And the whole thing was, like, at the end of the day, I think the Bible says right after that, he went to go hide. You know, well, I said actually, what I you were in one accord because this is what this is what I was led to lead to. Mm-hmm. So Elijah didn't lose reverence for God; mm-hmm. he lost the confidence in himself. Yeah, it just happens all throughout the Bible. You look at Peter when he took his eyes off Jesus. I can't stand when pastors say, "Don't lose sight of who Jesus is." Peter didn't lose sight of Jesus. He noticed he was bottled the water. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't because at that point it was about him. And mm-hmm. he, he it's not that he didn't believe Jesus. He didn't believe who he could be in Jesus right. in that moment. Right. And, and and that's what Elijah went through. He's like, oh, man, they're trying to get my head. And mm-hmm. in that moment, he got in his head. Yeah. You know, I just think that favor. The way I've seen it happen in my life is the more I'm willing to give away, the more I get. Yep. And that's. It's yep. the hardest thing, and it's backwards. It's 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 extremely backwards, man. You're like, <laughs> I, I'm giving stuff away to get stuff, all right? Like, you know what I mean, it it doesn't make sense. It doesn't compute to us. <laughs> and, and, and to the audience, we're not saying go and give away your Jordans. Yeah, like, if you do, give them away to us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um right. Uh, what I'm saying is, like, when when it, it, there's pieces of our life that we want to hold on to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially the spots where we're most scared. Yeah. You know, those are the spots. It's almost easy for me to give something I'm confident away to God. Yeah. Because if I feel like I can do it, then God definitely can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And think about that. If I think I can do it, then God can definitely do it. So what you're doing is you're equating yourself to God. Mm -hmm. And I'm not trying to be hard on anyone and, like, listening. I mean, this goes to me, stuff I had to learn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I like, you know, so like for me, I'm like, you know, if I can get it, God can definitely do this. So I'll just give this over to him. And at that <laughs> point, it's like, well, if I can drive this car, then God can definitely drive this car. Right. And I'm like, this is the guy that created the world. Right, 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 right. Like, and, I, you know, it's interesting because I always love to pick up points where, you know, some people preach from. Yeah. You know me. Yep. Um, people will be like, oh, you know, just dread. Like, <laughs> so people like Jesus be like, Jesus wasn't there yet. Like, no, literally, it's a triune Godhead. So the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit were all there. They're all one, right? Jesus was born in a fleshly body Mm -hmm. later on, but he's always been a part of the triune Godhead. You know, it even says that God sent him down. You know what I mean? So he was there. Yeah. So the the Jesus that was there during the creation of the earth Mm -hmm. is the same Jesus that just wants you to talk to him. Yeah. And this is what blows my mind about even me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll, I'll struggle with something so hard. And my wife is amazing. You about, about to hit something I was about to get into, too. <laughs> She's an amazing, um, an amazing uh, example. Shout out to A.Dot Supreme. You know what I mean? <laughs> my, my wife, Alicia, she's amazing. That's going to be, she's going to love that nickname, yeah, by the A-Dot way. A.Dot Supreme, you know what I mean? <laughs> Shout out to A.Dot. Shout out to Takia Faith, too. Hey, yeah, yeah, you yeah. I mean? Sister Takia. You know what I mean? Uh, so, like. T.Dot Dominant, you know what I mean? <laughs> I love it, yo. Yeah. These are the best re- nicknames you got yet. <laughs> if we do our renewal vows, they got to be on there. <laughs> you know what I mean? A.Dot Supreme. White Wolf and A.Dot Supreme. Supreme. You know what I mean? Uh, Legend and T.Dot. D- 
dominant. Dominant, yeah. yep. I love it. But my wife is such a good example of this because I remember the other day I was struggling with some stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'll just be vulnerable with the audience for a minute. You know, being legally blind, um, and we will have an episode where I'll get into that um, coming up soon, actually. I really want to use that to, to, to kind of tap into some of your lives. But being legally blind. Your struggle is your testimony. You know what I mean? That's dang. That's it. Man, episode six, brother. We about to do it right now. <laughs> so legally, being legally blind, um, you know, I, I, there's daily struggles that people wouldn't know because I don't use. I'm not someone who needs a cane constantly. I'm not someone who. So it's not a a a thing he, that you'll he, see. About he's the daredevil, bro. Like, I, like man, be so cooking like and all that. I'm like <laughs> doing backflips. <laughs> <not blind. laughs> I can't backflip. Uh, but people anymore. Think, <laughs> I retired. Uh, people think because because I I'm able to do these things that I'm able to do all things. Yeah. But there's a daily struggle, things that I I that bother me about the way I need to go different than other people. Yeah. And I remember I was struggling with something recently, you know, in that in that category. Right. And my wife said to me, she said, "Isn't God big enough to take this?" You know, isn't big God big enough to handle this? A dot supreme. <laughs> and, and she's always very on time with these these situations because she knows me. Like she knows I'm such a like a faith filled person that I'm gonna be like, dang, she right. And that's yeah, it. Right. You know, there ain't gonna be no Dad, argument. You got me, shorty. <laughs> so I just really want like the audience to realize that there, yes, there are there are real areas in our life, uh, our life that we all struggle with. Yeah, Me, legend. You know, uh, you know, even though Carl Lentz is the GOAT, you know, yeah. even though... Shout out to Carl Lentz, a.k.a. Captain Young Swaggy. <laughs> Swaggy uh, Patrick. You know, actually, I, I'm going to give a shout out to my my my, uh, uh, my my home church pastor right now. Yeah, Light Church. <laughs> Lighthouse Church. Uh, yeah, see, Life. <laughs> City Life is legends. You know what I mean? Uh, but pastor Brad. You know pastor I mean? Brad Leach pa- is pastor, the... Pastor Daryl. I hop on the show, you know what I mean? Yeah, we're going to have Pastor Daryl soon. Um, but but my pastor he he said something like really profound the other like not it's his super paraphrase mm-hmm. but he was talking about like almost putting himself down to go, to raise God up like the way he way as he we said should it. say no yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like his so by the way it, it's Pastor Jesse McKenna look him up on Instagram yeah uh, Pastor Jesse he's the goat uh, but. Like he basically he he used, when he talked about faith he almost put it in a way when he was talking about achieving blessings that God already released the blessings so mm-hmm. this is the interesting part now I'm gonna add my twist to it he mm-hmm. already said God, he basically he's his said it his saying was God released the blessings our job is to access them hmm. that's good yeah like he, he that's good he, he, and so like what what got me was it's it basically ran into something me and you talked about at. Blueprint Bible study one time. God is outside of time. Yeah. So oh, yeah, he, this, this is the quote. Yeah. I, so I God like is in all times at all times. Jeez. That, yo. And, and so like you catch that man. <laughs> that John he's also in all things that are in all things. Dang man. So like you know like Dang. so and he says so. <laughs> the gospel and science. Dang. So like. But when I was thinking about what Pastor Pastor Jesse said, and you mix that with what we were talking about, it's this idea of 
if God exists at a time, he released it, and he's just watching us try to access these things that are already present. Yeah. So favor is the same way. Favor mm. is already released in our life. Yeah. Obedience is just us accessing that little bit yeah, of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the difference between someone like a Solomon and an Elisha is is that they obedience. Uh, they yes, and it's their mindset mm. when they make a choice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I want to hand it over to you because I remember one Bible study you went in on this topic. <laughs> so basically, our our key to obedience is our choices. Yep. And so why don't you like tell me what you think yeah. about that? Yeah, the, so the crazy part is, man, like like going back to obedience, man, like you know, obedience really is our 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 access point to favor. Like yeah. uh, like we said at the beginning of the segment. And it's like, yo, like I think really like you really had to begin to analyze like what the 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 power of choice mm. um yeah between permissible and beneficial the beneficial decisions mm. um more so like and even like still like i feel as though like a lot of times right now people don't make decisions that benefit their eternity but they care about their right now mm. and it's like your eternity should matter more so um because at the end of the day like we'll we'll do things that benefit us in the moment um, but like, do how how does that impact our eternity? Uh, how does that our impact our the way we live our lives, uh, naturally so and spiritually so? Um, and this is the choices that we choose to, um, just to th- th- these roles that we decide to to walk on in this journey that we, we decide to take. You know, like even just going back to, you know, Adam and Eve, man, were like the the thing was like that one choice where they forgot and forsake everything that God had already given them. The they were walking in the presence of God. They had the favor already, mm-hmm. and because of a simple choice of choosing to neglect what God had already given, they lost out on so much. And the whole thing is like we can make beneficial or permissible decisions, like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So just because I have access to it doesn't mean I should. So just because I have the right to jump out a window, you know what I mean, to, you know, do something crazy, like I'm not thinking about how that may harm my body or whatever. I have that right, but is it a beneficial choice to me as far as like yeah. a health concern? Yeah. And it's like when we take that approach to our lives spiritually, man, I can I can watch this show, but is it feeding me spiritually? I can listen to this, but is it feeding me spiritually? How does it affect Ooh. my 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 my, my 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 um my outlook or my approach to to things? And it's just like being more uh I guess uh what the word would be being more um dis- discerning of what like what you what you what you watch and what you pay attention to and understanding that the obedience of the Lord um when you attain that favor is well worth it beyond that little small sacrifice that you had to, you might have to make to attain the favor so if obedience is the key here's an, here's another turn for us right if plot obedience twist. yeah a little plot twist uh-huh. if obedience is the key uh-huh. what if a mindset was the door dang so like a mindset 
by Whoa. definition. Bill and Ted's <laughs> ultimate. Whoa. What if minds like a mindset is a set of, uh, of attitudes that yeah. create how we think? Yeah. Right. So, if we these set of attitudes, in in when we look at when we observe a set of attitudes in Elisha, yeah, someone that was it was willing to drop everything to follow a man he's never met before. Yeah. The story really goes. He literally Elijah walks up to him, throws a cloak over him, and keeps on walking. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He doesn't even stop to be like, "Hey, hey, bro, why don't you follow me?" Yeah. He just throws a cloak over him, keeps on walking. Mm-hmm. You know, and he runs up here. Now, here's what really gets me, and I, I'm not gonna say the scriptures because I'm not gonna mess up the Bible. I don't do that. Right. But I'm gonna paraphrase <laughs> the story because I know the story. So basically, he runs over to a, a Elijah at this point and says, "Hey, look, let me just say goodbye to my parents, mm-hmm. right?" And he burns his ox and his yeah, cattle Elijah and stuff. Yeah, Elijah kind of says something real cryptic, you know? Yeah. And then Elisha goes over and the same the same thing he was using, the uh, same oxen and the same um, uh, plow that he was using to to feed, uh, like to get money for his family and all these different things mm-hmm. um, to work for his family. Because, you know, Elisha was rich. People don't want to talk about this. Mm-hmm. The amount of oxen that he had in that moment, he was a wealthy per- He was of wealth. So he's willing to take that wealth. What that's what that represents. This right. wealth, this path life, yeah, yeah, yeah. and not only burn it, but give it away to the same community that it was sitting in. Mm-hmm. And so, what really stands out to me is that's a mindset, right? His mindset was, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Then I need to fully embrace this and do this. And it's the type of thing that's the catalyst for what happens later right. when Elijah goes, "Yo, what do you want?" Right. And he's like, "I want double what you got." Mm-hmm. You know, and it's the same thing when you look at a Solomon. Mm-hmm. Solomon was the, you know, even if Solomon has some. Yeah, so his little, his little um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, so we're going to be honest. And actually, I could tie Solly this in. was Solly. You know I mean? Solomon had a, a, an affinity for women. He was, he was, uh, he actually had a really big struggle with women. Um, yeah, like he he had a lot, and and here's the thing: at the time, that was a lot more acceptable. Yeah, and that that could create a different. We're not gonna go down a rabbit hole because that's a whole different. Yeah, topic that gonna be a whole other topic about culture and what we accept and what we don't accept. Mm-hmm. But at least the mindset of Solomon, when you read Proverbs, you know, when you when you really go into Proverbs, even Ecclesiastes later yeah, on, yeah, later he, on, in when he figured it out, yeah, mm-hmm. when he finally kind of went through all he did, um. But when you go through Proverbs and, and you hear the verse I originally uh, really brought up when he was said, the fear of, the God, fear of God is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Mm-hmm. He's explaining to you his mindset. Yeah. Fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So what he can discern comes through his reverence for God. Mm-hmm. And the knowledge of things comes through who God is mm-hmm. and how that basically allows him to see the world. Right. And so, I don't know, like, I know I've went into a whole different path about faith, because we're a little off the topic of favor, but... I mean, I, I think... If I, you use the key of obedience, obedience... To open up the mindset, and yeah, that's how you access yeah, favor. these favors. You I know? mean, the whole thing, honestly, I mean, it, it just it circles back to your humility and willingness to be obedient accesses the favor of God. And the whole thing is he already has these things for you. Yeah. This is more so like you making Yeah, like you honestly making the choice to what do I want to open this door or do I not? Uh, yeah, and I, I want to warn uh I want to warn our our fellow conversationalists here. Um 
when, when, when God gives you a door of faith, not only do you have to walk through it, but you have to live it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I love people that go, well, God desires, God wants to give us a desires of our heart. But when that lines up with God, are you ready to live that out? Yeah. Because that's when you truly, he wants to desire your heart when they line up with his heart. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing, like, there's an expectation of God when you walk into faith that you will walk towards him. Right. And that's, you know, and that's it. You know, I, I, I really think a legend get some last thoughts so we can we'll move on. But, you know, I just think, I think, you know, when I mean, I, my, my last thought is, you know, if, if, if obedience is the key, then, then the mindset is the door. I, th- I think my last thought will be, I guess, my first thought, which is more so when we choose to reply to God with obedience, he responds with favor. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really simple. It's just realizing, like, okay, this is something simple. Like, let me just apply that approach. And as we always say, guys, like, we don't say this half-heartedly. Yeah. You know, life with God is simple, but it's not easy. Right. And so even though me and Legends here say it's simple, it is. Right. We, we just told you what it is. You know what I mean? We're not going to say so it's going to be easy, but we but it's st- it still stays simple. It hasn't changed from that that definition, right? So, but we have some really fun, interesting topic to talk about today. So let's talk about culture. So, uh, you know, we've we've done some pretty heavy cultural topics, um, and this one, I mean, <laughs> it'll always get heavy with us anyway. But somehow it'll get like. <laughs> ultra deep yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean. but we started to be like with something that's super well actually even our mindsets with it are, are kind of heavy but <laughs> so basically um Popeyes I'm like trying to think now because my, my mom's on Chick-fil-A still um <laughs> so, so <laughs> But Popeyes uh, released a chicken sandwich. Uh, every one of you at this point will have either tried it or been laughing at the videos and responses to the sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy, man. <laughs> it's, uh, we're really so talking about a chicken sandwich. Me yeah. and you, neither of us have tried this chicken sandwich. Nope. And I'm gonna so I'm gonna say something. I think is it could tie into a whole lot of the topics, mm-hmm. but it's just how I feel about it. I think I'm so desensitized by like this chicken sandwich race that's going on that I just don't care. Chicken sandwich. <laughs> there is like who was it that before uh, that just tried it before them? Um, it was uh, was it Arby's or somebody? I don't even I don't remember. It was because it was Chick Fil A. Nobody used that Arby's. So no, I'm like, was it K- KFC? Yeah, I think KFC tried to do a KFC chicken sandwich. KFC had the snagger back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that wasn't bad. Yeah. That wasn't bad. Um, but yeah, so Chick-fil-A is, is the standard of chicken sandwiches. I know everyone's probably rolling their eyes, but it is. You know, I mean, look, I'm sure. They're blessed <laughs> and highly flavored. The anointed. You know what I mean? The anointed chicken. Blessed and highly flavored. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but like, I look, I, this comes from someone. I don't go to Chick-fil-A a lot. Yeah. Um, this comes from you, someone where you just be hungry after you eat it, man. Like, yeah, yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm thinking, I still want something. Though. I'm not going with you. <laughs> but this Popeye sandwich that has mm. popped up has created a like mass hysteria on social media. Yeah. 
it's gotten to the point where there are viral videos of people fighting over chicken sandwiches. Over chicken sandwiches. Bruh, chicken ain't never been that deep. I saw something on Twitter where people were literally losing friendships on Twitter about which chicken sandwich was better. This is <laughs> this is a real thing, guys. I'm not make I can't make this stuff up. This is what happens, like you know, like you know when you play the game Uno, yeah, and you feel like yo, your hit, your friend hit you with that 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 draw too. He's like, oh man, like you really gonna do me like that? I thought we was friends, but like this is like that escalated to a whole like just yeah. like ridiculous level. Yeah, you know I mean, like yeah. I still remember my friend uh, Corey hit me with a draw too in, in fourth grade. I ain't forget that, but Corey, uh, he's forgiven you, but not forgotten. Yeah, indeed. Got you, Corey. But anyway, yeah. So he's got that draw four ready. <laughs> the tuck. Where you can change the color and everything. Right, right. It's like no, Corey's not even real, or is he? I don't know. But go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I, I just uh, I wanted to talk to th- talk with you about this because you actually like Chick Fil A way more than I do. Uh, yeah. You you were a a close on Sunday. <laughs> So when I first, when I first, uh, I guess the first time we like were able to hang, hang was at your Bible study at Chick Fil A. Yeah. And yeah, because we met at a small group at Bethel. Yeah. And then, uh, and then we had we like the first time I really hung out with you outside of that was when I went to your 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 Bible study at Chick Fil A. Yeah, man. So so Kenny is you know centered some of his life around Chick Fil A. Yeah, so I mean, as a as a a uh, I've been a uh, uh, a humble member at Chick Fil A Church of God. Um, for for quite some time. Um, so how do you feel about Pastor Cluck McGluck? Oh um, snap! <laughs> how do you feel about the uh, the the Popeyes chicken fiasco? All right. So so this so, and I, I can't believe like it's really become this much of a craze of like just like the chicken debate, bro. Like I like what like what? Are you, and I think it I think it goes deeper into like something like. It's like, bro, like you. There are literally people like fighting and brawling over a chicken sandwich. It's like, literally, like seven people just lost their job because they in Milwaukee because they fought somebody over a chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yo, like, I understand like <laughs> being passionate about something, like really like caring about something, and really just like believing in something. Like, but you had to really look at the extent of like your belief and why it is that you do something because once your belief becomes ravenous and lawless where you forget that was that was heavy <laughs> where you forget the aspect of when human- you become ravenous and lawless <laughs> when you when you, when you like when you become ravenous and lawless and forget about the aspect of humanity and just like people are people I'm willing to take somebody's life over a flavored chicken sandwich like that doesn't even make sense i'm willing to lose my job mm-hmm. like how i provide for my family over a chicken sandwich yeah. bro that's that's ridiculous like like why do you love something that much other than god <laughs> like so because we are we are uh we're marvel fans yeah i want to bring up uh, a topic that coincides here Mm. Because we have Captain America: Civil War was was a movie that the first chicken sandwich. Oh yeah. yeah, there was actually a lot of debate. Um, you know, there was there was a, I remember seeing an Instagram post that someone like broke up with their girlfriend because they were Team Cap, 
What? Yeah. So <laughs> come it, on. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't as big as this. Come like, what? It wasn't as big as this because this, I think, it, it hits a, like a couple more different types of people. But like, even when you look at the movie Captain America: Civil War, first off, they changed it from the comic. Yeah. So in in the comic, there's it's a little bit more clear what's right and wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, in the movie, they made it a little less clear on purpose. So you had trouble picking a, a side, yeah. you know, because you understood a little bit what Steve was talking about, but you also understood what Tony was talking about. Yeah. And I myself was more team cat, but I understood what Tony was trying to say. Yeah. And so when I look at this chicken sandwich thing, here, here's my problem is that's a film which causes a lot of like commentary, right? On, on like, a whole bunch of things we ain't gonna get into what they're saying because that can cause a whole different conversation. Right. And you can talk about everything and mm-hmm. have a whole different conversation on. But it, it was a create created this hard choice. Here's my problem with this whole thing. And, and this might be an end all be all, but it's just me being me. Mm-hmm. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, if someone told me, oh, Chick fil A sucks and I like, uh, whatever. <laughs> you just whatevered it? Yeah, I don't like. I, I'm, I'm I'm starting to forget the names now. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it goes back to like honestly, yo, people are gonna have their opinion. Yeah, like and, like you're allowed, and it need not. You this, having your opinion makes you you. There is no right answer to this. Right, like yeah, me and you can this. sit here because we both like Chick Fil A, and we could be like, "Well, Chick Fil A's the better sandwich." Yeah, like, but there's I mean? gonna be another podcast where someone's like, "Yo, I hate Chick Fil A." Yeah, and I will only eat right. This other sandwich, like they might make a whole new chicken sandwich. whatever spot, yeah. and, and, and that chicken sandwich, who cares? Right. This is this the fact that this has caused violence. I think measures where we are as a society a little bit. Yeah. You know, the fact that there's viral videos. I think of even, people fighting yeah. over a chicken sandwich, bro. <laughs> like that, that. That's the thing. Like, it's not like civil rights. It's not like <laughs> like unrest where you're like protecting your family. Bro, this is a chicken sandwich. And even though I don't think this should create division, uh, it's not even like politics. Right. You know, where like politics, at least there's passion for a reason. Right. Th- it is a chicken sandwich. It is a something that they put in a deep fryer and took it out with tongs and put it on bread. And let's be real. All of it's gemet- genetically modified. Yeah, I mean. Like all this, like, the chicken don't look that pretty. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's, it's all genetically modified. It's all whatever. It is what it is, and most of the stuff we eat now is, you know, um, because so people will try and make money and stuff like yeah. that, and so instead they make the stuff bigger. But it's just like, like, like you really had to ask yourself, like, bro, am I willing, like, am I, am I really, like, willing to lose my job over a chicken sandwich? Am I willing to lose my 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 freedom, <laughs> like, to go to jail over fighting over a chicken sandwich? Like, how do you go to court and talk about that? What are you here for? Uh, well, uh. But Popeye's is better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, like, you attack the judge because he get the answer wrong. Like, it's just like, at the end of the day, people have their right to a, an opinion. When your opinion becomes just like, you know, or your passion for whatever you believe becomes ravenous and radical to the point where you forget about the aspect of humanity and you're willing to cause violence, just, it just, it just I'm outrageous. So, I'm laughing because I'm sitting here thinking about, like, if they had to pick out like, like, um, 
like jury members in the case. <laughs> oh Lord! And then like, what which chicken sandwich you like? Oh, they <laughs> can't have them. Okay, we already uh, have. Gotta get out here. We already have too many Chick Fil A yeah, people yeah, here. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. We gotta like, even them. Gotta even it up. Gotta even it up. Like it's just, I I I think that the debate has gone way too far. I think, and and, and here's one more thing I want to add, and then we could, you could talk about it, and then we'll we'll yeah. go to the next topic. But I feel like part of this is a trend thing. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of this has nothing to do with how good or bad which sandwich is. Yeah. And nobody was talking about the KFC snagger. Right. It's, it has to do with what's being said on social media, what's being said on on, on by these influencers. It's driving the narrative. And yeah. again, uh, who are your influencers? Mm-hmm. Who are, who you know? I I I was watching a video the other day about someone t- like who was I guess talking on something a celebrity said. My thing is like, why is this even a topic? Someone would talk about their Instagram story. It you know, it doesn't make sense to me because to me, you are allowing someone to influence you that has no. There's no professional. I think it was the political opinion of an actor, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. But they had no. They had no like. It wasn't like they they studied law. Yeah. You know, it was an actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, it's the same thing. This chicken sandwich thing. Yeah. This is not a big enough topic where people should be fighting over. It's not a big enough topic where people. First off, you know the lines get too big, guys. Yeah. Yeah. No. I but <laughs> no. I'm just being on, on a on a real front. I just think I think it's gone too far already. I think the talk has gone way too long. I have gotten to the point where I'm desensitized enough where I'm not even going to try to sandwich because I don't care. Yeah. I'm, I don't. I don't, I don't want to. I don't. Even I've always been it. one to go against social trends anyway. <laughs> I guess like yeah, I mean that's just my mo. Like. That's the reason why I don't have an iPhone. Yeah, <laughs> because like I'm like, at the end of the day, it's all the same phone. Like the the eight, the eleven. I'm like, the camera is just different. Whatever. Like you know, you can hate all you want, laugh all you want, but I, because I think sometimes people, a lot of times people think what they're told to think, and I'm not saying that you have an Apple phone. Like you might not, you might make your opinion because of why you like that. But the whole thing is like people are told what to think, or they go based off what's trending. But when that wave crashes, what happens? And the whole thing is like, you have the right to have your own opinion. Mm. But when your opinion or your passion becomes, again, like lawless, and you just forget the aspect of humanity and looking at someone through the lens of that as a person. Like, even like like going something like, not even necessarily like a step further, but something such as like sports. Like, you know, you have cities divided. You know, I was living in Philadelphia. You had the Eagles in Dallas, whatever, the center third. Like, yeah, I'm not a Dallas Cowboys fan. I'm a, I'm an Eagles dude. However, I'm not going to punch a Dallas Cowboys fan in the face because he's wearing, you know, a Dak Prescott jersey because at the end of the day, like, yo, I respect your right to have an opinion and what you, what you like. I may not like your team, but I don't wish, like, injury or I don't wish whatever. Like, the whole thing is like, I'm going to support my squad to the best point, to the best of my ability. Yeah. But I'm not going to be like, I hope you get hurt, I hope you get sick, or this and there, I heard something happen. Because that's that's just ridiculous. At the end of the day, you know, the Bible says, uh, you know, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. And at the end of the day, like, yeah, I want my team to win. Yeah, I want my team to be victors. But I don't want you to be uh, just like oppressed or hurt or just like, you know, just like attack for something that you feel you believe in. You have the right to your opinion. Like, you know what I mean? And just because your opinion isn't my opinion, 
that doesn't mean like I just had to wish destruction on you. But all this over a chicken sandwich, bro. Like this, is like a chicken sandwich. And here's the funny part: we've talked about a chicken sandwich way too long already. Yeah, man. My, yo, like my wife make a better chicken sandwich. You know what I mean? I could probably make no, a better. No, honestly, that's real. Like I, I was so what chicken sandwich. I was. Th- I'm about to sell them Joe's at the show. Listen, so what chicken sandwiches? You know what I mean? Like listen. Oh, a little plug before we move on. December seventh, guys. Um. Why not actually, Legend? Why don't you give the details to your show? Yeah, man. Like, yeah. So you know, I'm be selling chicken sandwiches on December. <laughs> no, I'm playing. So all right. So basically, real quick, um, like December seventh, uh, is a show, um, in support of my album. Basically, the album, my album, my new album. Uh, I I'll drop the album title, all that stuff, on a on a later date. Um, but the album is. I'm gonna say it's done. Like it's pretty much done. It's just a little small, finishing little, touches. yeah, finishing details, or whatever. But me and the team, we were like, "Yo, man, why wait? Let's do it." So December seventh, we having a show called Rebel Always. Um, tickets are online now. Like we'll probably talk about it at the end of the show. Uh, tickets are only seven dollars, but man, like it's really just like a celebration of like just everything. Like we always do concerts based around the artists or whatever that's in the third to help. So like you guys can come out. That'd be dope. Uh, we'll talk about it a little bit more later before the end of the show. But yeah, man, like Rebel Always, uh, December 7th, uh, Philadelphia, PA, 3849 Warren Street. But, but yeah, we'll get into that. But yeah, man, it's Rebel Always, December 7th. And we might have some chicken sandwiches on deck now that, you know, we you know, we brought it up. So what okay. chicken? We'll see. We'll see. Well, um, I, you know, guys, we've talked about this way too long already. It's, it's just a sandwich. I don't care if it is, like, let's say figuratively it was the best sandwich. The fact that people are fighting over is ridiculous. Um, you know, what we're about on this show is just exposing some of the things that keep take, take I think, godly people away from where mm-hmm. they need to be. You know, and, and uh, something I would just hint at the end of this, the takeaway from the sandwich part is, l- watch who your influences are, yo. Mm-hmm. Watch, watch who, you know, if, if your social media is driving you to be, like, so passionate about a chicken sandwich, you know, or you become a ravenous murderer. Yeah, you like, become Barabbas like over a chick. Like, come on, <laughs> man, like, just yeah. stop it. Uh, so yeah, like just you know, watch your influencers. Um, but you know, as always, we gotta hit our third topic. Let's talk a little bit about life. So, um, this is a very broad topic. Mm-hmm that I want to talk about next. Um, but it's something that I think I've been sifting through. Mm-hmm. And so, I, you know, I think, you know, people always say the best sermons are the sermons that you're preaching that you're going through right now. You know, and, and so for me right now, um, something I think I'm going through is, is like, um, I guess adaptation uh, is a word, but I don't know if it's the right word because mm-hmm. I, I look at it as, so here, here's the scenario. It's not, the adaptation is not the word. I feel like <laughs> I know the promise that God has put on my life. Yeah. And right now it doesn't look like that. And it doesn't even look like that that promise is, um, I guess, like, it, it's not in view yet, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. It is, but it's not. And so um, there's a lot of things that God has shifted in my life and, and put me towards that. And, and giving me a lot of opportunities, and I can I can never be grateful enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but a reason I bring it up is because I'm sure a lot of other people struggle with this. Yeah, you know, like the people that are in college right now on their second year, and they're working 
you know, at Dunkin' Donuts or yeah. Starbucks, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, me right now, I'm working part-time as well as doing speaking engagements and college and right, all these right. other things, you know? And so when we're in those mundane moments, I think sometimes we get distracted. And I want to tell the story. I don't know if I told on the show before, but I'm going to say it again anyway if I didn't. Mm-hmm. There was a time where me, um, me, you, and your wife were, were down actually looking at for comic book shirts for my wedding. Yeah. You know? Couple months ago now, mm. three, three, whatever months ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, I remember I was just, I was so overwhelmed by the wedding, so overwhelmed that day. Definitely. And <laughs> and it was raining, which like matched my mood. Yeah. You know, and it started raining harder while we got into the comic book shop, um, when we were looking at the shirts, and so we had to walk to the store because um. I think Carmen, you need to grab something at the store anyway. Yeah. So we we like made a stop there real quick, and I remember when I came out, it was starting to lighten up a little bit, and I was still I was still in my feelings, even mm. though me and you at this point have been talking about it. You're trying to encourage me, and it like I think the hard part, especially for maybe some of the seasoned Christians that listen, is sometimes like we know. Yes, I know God has favor on me. I know He has promises for me, but right now I don't feel like that. Mm-hmm. And I thought thought we'd have an open like discussion about about that. about that about because what you said next really got me. I remember it was starting to lighten up, and I started kind of like get out of my feelings a little bit. The rain was starting to lighten up, and it started getting my feelings a little bit. And I remember you were saying that this is why I wasn't stressing the rain was because when you were focused on the rain falling on you, I was looking at the, su- the, the sun that was beyond those clouds. Mm-hmm. And it was something that, like, it was, like, accidentally super poetic. It was, like, <laughs> accidentally a sermon because this is what hanging out with legend is like. Um, <laughs> and, and, uh, but also it, it, it reminded me of who I was because, you know, how me and you found commonality is in our character. Yeah. You know, and it reminded me, like, that's who I usually am. I need to to get back, you know. And so, you know, first off, I want to address people before I hand it off to you. I want to address the people that are listening that are going through this right now. Don't don't feel disappointed in yourself because you're there right now. Yeah. You're you're not your circumstance. Yeah. And you're not what you feel like right now. Mm Um. Because there's a Bible full of people who were in their feelings and and couldn't see where God was putting them in those moments. Yeah. Um. And, and I again, I, I I'm not struggling with the way I was then. Yeah, yeah. But even now, like there's times where you know, like I say, I'm working my side job right now, and I'm like, I'm thinking about like, oh man, I know there's this huge calling, and right now I'm stuck where I'm at or yeah. whatever. And so like. I mean, I also say this to encourage you guys. I went from being to the point where, you know, I'm this huge, I'm the super positive person who was getting real negative, to being a person who just I experience it in moments now. Yeah. Um, You're human though. Yeah. So, but I, I, I think that there's a lot of people to struggle with this, mm-hmm. you know. And so I just, why don't you share some of your thoughts as someone I know who is very intentional and very positive yourself? I, I think, man, like, and 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 like just looking at. Like life, I think sometimes we only look at life as this, you know, this is like this straight line sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we, we look at life and sometimes even like, you know, as a Christian, you look at it as this like straight line. Uh, you know, oh, God, blessings, yay. But the whole thing is like we don't even see 
all the time the blessing in the storm yeah or the blessing through the trial um and understand that yo i am more than likely i'm going through what i'm going through to help somebody else mm-hmm. to help benefit me and to help make me stronger um and the idea is simply um like god is who i rely on god is my anchor um and the uh, the idea is like yo life won't be always the grandest of just like moments all the time but when i when i'm able to have joy and look beyond my circumstance and just remember what god has promised um that makes it more um just it just makes it more acceptable uh, or easy easier to accept because I know that God has me, and um, also you just know like yo at the end of the day until I get where I need to go like let me put the work in to get where I need to get, and let me be the best that I need to be. Uh, let me let me utilize everything that God has given me to be great. Let me help other people be all that they can be to be great. Um, because at the end of the day, one like. It goes back to even favor, just like being obedient um, and even helping others and just being a servant unlocks so many different doors for you. And um, the whole thing is like through those moments where like it seems rainy and dreary and just like there's a a victory that comes after the storm. You know, if we would have just looked at you know, even even like you just look at how Jesus was able to push through, man, uh, with the cross. It's just it's just like Jesus, like what Jesus went through. A lot of people they said died before they even got to the cross, just simply because of yeah. what they went through. But Jesus was willing to accept, you know, the lashes and being nailed to the cross and the vinegar, you know, and just like you just like really like really look at the crucifixion he was able to push past the suffering and the willpower with with willpower to make a public spectacle Mm. um of what like what of of death but ultimately at the end of the day there was resurrection from that so i'm gonna use i'm gonna tie in our our faith Mm -hmm. segment right now because uh it just kind of came to me Mm -hmm. because i was using an example of you know, the stress that was happening during my wedding process. You know, I can see where I'm at now after the honeymoon and, and, and you know, almost three months in with Alicia. Um, and it's so interesting to be in the promise mm-hmm. and look back on your, like, your your little... Jury season? Yeah, like, it, and so I, I want to say something. So, again, um, this is all coming from the sermon that... um. Pastor Jesse from Lighthouse Church gave. Yeah, he's, he was talking about. Um, so he was talking about the Israelites, and when they were uh, before they were, I guess when they were going to send that when Moses sent out all the the spies, mm-hmm. and how the ten you know twelve came back, ten with bad news, two with good, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the thoughts that came into my mind when he's talking about this mm-hmm. was that the ten, the ten that were. Uh, I guess you could say that we're with them, right? Mm-hmm. The ten that were negative. Yeah, I think they they felt like because they talked about the giants. Yeah, and they said, 
they they seemed like giants to us, and we seemed small to them. Yeah. But you know, another pastor, I know Pastor Trey, he said, you know, he said, well, they were spying so they wouldn't see them, mm-hmm. right? Because they were spying. So this was all projected by these spies, right? Right. right. Now here's the thing, I think that they were coming from the former slavery perspective. Mm-hmm. So b- they were they were in the mindset of being small to these giants because of who they formerly were. Right. So because we are formerly um, slaves, we see these these huge giants, and instead of feeling the freedom of their who their god is, mm-hmm. they felt the slavery of who they used who to they be. Who they used to be, mm-hmm. you know. And so to put that towards like how I feel now, looking back at this moment, mm-hmm. um, this moment and his interaction with you, it, it it shares two things with me, and I really so I want to speak to the audience now directly. Um. Again, guys, going back to our 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 uh, culture talk, who are your influencers? You know, I, me and me and Legend made good friends because we both bring truth to each other. We bring encouragement to each other, so we 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 balance both. We don't we don't say what each other want what we want to hear. Mm-hmm. I could have easily gotten someone that just wanted to tell me how rough I have it and all this <laughs> other stuff. And, that's, and I knew I wasn't talking to that guy. Mm. I knew in that moment. And here's the thing. I'm not someone who really wants that in the first place. But naturally, as humans, that's what we want, right? Yeah. We want someone to pat us on the back, tell us what we want to hear. So who are your influencers? Who's willing to speak truth to you? But who's also willing to encourage you? Yeah. You know, remind you who you are. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and so the same person that, that um, you know, Legend was the same person that first told me he felt like I was – I was led to speak, you know, years and years ago. And so now looking back on that, looking on that, you know, I could see this guy that, like, you know, I was the one that turned to him after one of our guys dropped their last albums. And I'm like, look, I don't want to hear no complaints. You're next. You know, we (laughs) we need more legend, you know, because even though he wanted to do that, legend's character is to always put other people before him. So, like, I'm going to be the guy that's like, look, I get it, but no. You know, this is this, this is your <laughs> season. You know what I mean? So I yeah. say all that to say, who are your influencers? Second point. Look at the look at the the the, the sun that is in the lining of the sky, rather than the storm that's above you. Um, Dang. I was I was so <laughs> I was so set on you the ra- put that on a shirt. <laughs> I was so set on the rain. I was so set on my circumstance. That I wasn't thinking about my wedding. I said I was thinking about my wedding, but yeah. I was thinking about the stress of the wedding and not the actual day that would mark the rest of my life with this amazing woman. Mm-hmm. So, when we talk about when we talk about like what I was saying, where we feel stuck in a moment, mm-hmm. and, and so I, I'm I'm imagining there's someone here maybe listening to this while you're driving, and you feel like in that land in between that the Israelites were in. Yeah. You know, the wandering. Mm. Uh, you know, actually, Pastor Jesse said that in his sermon. He called it the wandering season. Mm. You know what I mean? But life is a process, man. Yeah. You know, like, there's there's times where you're going to be wandering. There's times where you're being successful and wandering emotionally. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you might be prospering in your job or your calling or You wonder whatever, what's next. But you're you're emotionally, you, you know, some more mentally, like, well, where does this lead to? Yeah. You know, I mean... 
I remember I spoke to people who are very, um, and I'm not gonna put their name on here, but I've spoken to pastors who have spoken to even bigger pastors. Yeah, you know, and they're having these big conversations with these big pastors, and I asked them, "Wow, like, aren't you excited about?" It? And they're like, "Yeah, but I don't know where this goes." Yeah, and it's not because out of fear; it's because that's how we're wired as humans yeah. to want to know what's next. What's next? Mm-hmm. It goes back to Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. It's the fruit that we seek. Yeah. Right? Instead of being the fruit that is produced. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, um, Legend, what is some some more, you know, is it some more I feedback guess, from I, you? I guess uh, some more feedback. Um, and the crazy thing is, man, like like you said, we as people, we we like having this, like, scheduled thinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, where we just, like, know what what's happening next or but life doesn't always move at a certain schedule or a certain whatever. And um but I think honestly, man, like what what's really great is when you trust the work that the work that the, or mm-hmm. the work that or the work that you put in to be who you're going to be. And even more so when you trust God and you trust everything that He's instilled you with to be who you're made to be. Um, you know, even when when you were talking, uh, you might and you're probably gonna hear me talk about this guy a lot because I just do. But it, it, it um, Kobe Bryant came in my head, like honestly, because because his I always say this: Kobe's worth ethic is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the other things that Kobe uh, um, is known for is is his confidence and his ability. And who he is, and even you had a, a young Kobe Bryant, who you know got when they were, when the Lakers made the playoff, he airballed a shot three times. Yeah, and the whole thing is Kobe missed the shot. All he airballed three times in the in the middle of the playoff game, and you know the the story goes, you know Shaq put his arm around him, was like, "Yo, it's okay, whatever." And the idea is honestly, Kobe knew in his heart that he would he believed in the fortitude that he had to make those shots. He didn't make them in that moment, but eventually he knew within himself like, yo, like this is something that I can do. It may not be right now, it may not have been in this instance, but there will be a time where there will be a stage where I, all the all the stuff I put into practice, all the things that I worked on where people aren't watching um, every it'll all materialize into something great. Yeah, and, and into this moment. That's huge. And then when yeah. I look back on it, like I'll, it'll it'll create this legacy of who I am, and I'll see like yo, all the little small steps help me be who I am. And I think if you just like taking it, like looking at it from a perspective of faith. If I if I choose to continue to trust in who God's made me to be and what He's equipped me with, it may not be right now, mm-hmm. but I know eventually that the season will come where I'll be able to fully operate in what God has given me and what God has granted me. Because if I'm faithful over a few, He'll make me ruler over many. And mo- those, I think sometimes people get caught up in being a ruler, but they don't get caught up in being faithful. And I would just say, like, you know what I mean? Like, like be, like, 
like consi- like just like be thankful for the practice that you put in mm. to be who you're going to be, even if you aren't that person right now. And even still, like be who you are right now, even though you might not have the title or the recognition of being that said thing. You S- know what I mean? Speaking of, I, b- I got to preach right now because y'all felt it. So, <laughs> <laughs> guys, when we talk about these stories in the Bible, I, I remember it always brings back to a student I used to know. Um, he now in college, great kid. Um, but I, I remember them specifically saying, you know, I, I read the stories about David and, and like, you know, God was just so much more present then. And I remember saying this, and I'm going to say it to every one of you. You have a part of the triune Godhead inside of you as a Christian. And if you've never accepted Christ, you know, Connect with the church. Connect with someone who you know who's Christian. And matter of fact, you know, opportunity now. there's an opportunity now, and, and we'll pray before before we end this episode. But I want to explain real something to these people uh, because here's the thing. I'm reading a book by John Lindell right now, his, his, his brand-new book. And by the way, if you have Audible or Kindle or whatever, download it now. Mm. It's, 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 it's amazing. And the reason it is is because he talks about how him being a seasoned pastor, how grace has affected him even now. Mm-hmm. How grace has affected him. And, you know, legends start out this episode talking about grace a lot because when we're talking about favor, you have a part of the triune Godhead. You know what David didn't? It said the Spirit of God was upon David. It never said it was inside of him. That didn't happen until the death and resurrection of Christ. You have the Holy Spirit living within you, and it wants to move, but it takes you stepping out in faith to do that. It takes you being willing to do the work. You know, David walked on this field and grabbed five stones. Now, theologians have researched that's because that, that Goliath had four brothers. Yeah. So here's the thing. We love the story about David against the one giant. But that could have been David against five giants. And that's what David prepared himself for. And so anyone listening, your preparation is how God is going to use you. Your, your vision of God, you know, I always use this line from, from, from my man, Brennan Manning, but it's true. You're only as big as your own perception of God. So if you see God as the one that you can fit in your pocket, it's exactly what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. But if you have the... The confidence to know that Jesus has allowed us to receive the Holy Spirit and it dwells within us, then you can move stuff that that seems unmovable. Yeah. And so I, I'm gonna wrap up here. Uh, I, I'm gonna pray, and then we're just gonna kind of break down and talk about the show again real quick. Yeah. But I just want to give the opportunity to anyone who hasn't um, maybe had Christ in their life before um, to, to have Him in, in their life now and. And, you know, there's no pressure. There's no church around you with people. But I will say, if you, if you decide to, to, to pray this prayer, get connected to a Bible-teaching church. Mm-hmm. Get connected to a community of people who are willing to hear you out and, and guide you with not only encouragement but truth. You know what I mean? Have the right influencers. So, 
Father God, I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for uh, just the opportunity to have this podcast, this platform. I want to thank you for uh, the resources that you've provided for us to do what we do at TSW and, um, you know, the giftings that you put in each and every one of us. Lord, I just want to thank you for the people listening and the giftings we put in their life. I ask that they see that, that the lining of the sun beyond the storm right now and that they can reach out to you in this moment. And, and, and Father, we just ask that you, that the, whoever's listening can just recite this and then they can have you in their life. Lord, I know I can't handle everything in this life without you. I know that you are a Savior who has died for my sins and then was resurrected. And now that I can join your family and be a part of the chosen few of the kingdom of heaven. And all I have to do is believe in you. So, Lord, I believe in you. I want to follow you. And we thank you in advance, Father, for all that you're going to do in the lives of people who said this. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, guys, just want to give a final plug to me and Legend. Um, I'm booking speak engagements from December into next year now. Um, you can catch me at Tom C. Heil. That's at T-O-M-C-H-E-I-L on Instagram. Or you can email me at Tom C. Heil. No, I'm sorry. I'm like on <laughs> Tom Heil226 two, 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 two at gmail.com for any speaking engagements. Um, it's Tom Heil226 Tom Heil gotcha, at gmail.com. Um, I also have another one that I've been given, which is the Kingdom Mindset Six. Yeah, okay, yeah, got you. But I, you know, I, I'm switching everything over to TomHowell two two six at gmail dot com for speaking engagement. So, you know, hit us up there. Also, you can contact us at the podcast yeah. at so what you think podcast at gmail dot com. Mm -hmm. So what you think is all capitalized, um, the the first letter of each each word, mm -hmm. and on there you can just give us you know feedback. Stuff that you guys want us to talk about, um, reach out. You know, maybe you're an artist or um, you know a speaker, whatever. Somebody who you looking for, looking forward to having one of these conversations. Just reach out to us. Um, so again, at so what you think podcast at gmail .com or at so what you think podcast on Instagram. Please follow the Instagram page because we're looking to build a community there where you guys can actually comment on these podcast episodes right there and interact with me and Legend because we both are on that page. Yep. Legend, why don't you talk about yourself and the event you have coming up? Yeah, man. So uh you can you know you guys can follow me on uh Instagram at TSW Legend. Um, you know, I also have a website, legendmusic.com. Uh that's legend uh music is M U S I X dot com. Um yeah man like uh you can follow the team at TSW Camp at uh on Instagram and then also you can you know we also have an email tswcamp at mail dot com um and then also uh you know follow the podcast and yeah man on so like just bring it back up again I know we said we bring it back up but uh December seventh of this year um you know it's a show a concert experience um entitled Rebel Always um I have an album coming out uh later this year. Uh, like I said, I'll get the album title and stuff like uh, on my Instagram and stuff like that pretty soon, like uh, really, really soon. But um, it was just a concert experience with uh, Future and uh, uh, myself, uh, Say So, Chalice, and an artist from uh, the Trenton, New Jersey area named Jordan Ramble. 
um, and some other surprises and some different stuff. But really, I have an album coming out, and the team was like, yo, why wait? Um, because a grand portion, like, we're in the final stages of the album, basically. Um, like, like the really, 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 really smiter, minor details. Probably mid-December, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so Especially if I didn't do it. Right. So we're in, like, basically, basically it's done. Um, uh, tickets are $7.00. Uh, $10 at the door. Uh, like I said, dope show, not costing that much. Uh, and also, man, like, um, it's at 3849 Warren Street, uh, Philadelphia, PA. Um, the name the name of the, the venue is called The Friend Zone now. It used to be formerly known as Sanctify, but it's going to be a dope event. Uh, hope to see everybody out. And we're, I'm, I really, like, honestly, it's not just about crowd. It's more so just like an experience. I really feel like God is going to do something. Um, do the art. So man, we'd love to see you guys out. Um, and uh hope to see you guys out. And that that's it for me. I'm gonna re incite this. Thirty eight forty nine Warren Street. <laughs> Thirty eight forty nine Warren Street. Yeah, I mean December seventh. It's it's gonna be in Philadelphia. It's in the University City area. Um what's the what's the time? What time Oh uh, yeah. Uh, so the doors open at six twenty and uh the sh- the doors open at six twenty 20, the door, the, the show will probably kick off around 7. Be there at 620. Yeah, be there at 620, man. Be there at 620. Here's the thing, uh, and this is why I encourage you guys to be there at 620, because, you know, y- you never know who you're going to meet at these things. Yeah, and it's surprising. I've met happen. some of the coolest people, you know, just hanging out at CSW shows. And, and that includes probably someone who's listening now. So I just really want to encourage you guys to come, you know, whether you're just someone who loves music. Maybe someone, you know, maybe you never try to give Christian hip-hop a chance. Um, I, I want to kind of give a, a moment to say that Legend isn't your typical Christian hip-hop artist. Um, he's someone who you're going to hear everything about Jesus to social commentary to, you know, you know, probably quotes about superheroes. You're going to hear all <laughs> kinds of stuff going on in that, and, and it's just something I believe um, that you guys should check out. Also, um, you know, so another another thought process is, you know, like let's say you're an artist and you're you're, you're someone who wants to be a part of events like this and, and you're gifting, you know, this is a place you can connect with people, you know. So just just show up, just come out, you know. We want to talk to you guys, and, and you know, obviously both of us will be there. So so what you think? Podcast crew will be there. Um, I say crew because Kenny is like three quarters of the crew. He does all <laughs> of our production and all that too. So. Um, but again, guys, we thank you. This has been episode five. We love having these conversations. Again, hit us up on the email. So what you think podcast the gmail.com. Hit, hit us up on the Instagram. Follow the Instagram. So what you think uh, at so what you think podcast. Reason we say this, guys, is because we want to hear from you. You know, we love we love having conversations, and that's what this is. It's a conversation not only for us, but for you guys too. God bless, and we'll see y'all. Indeed. <laughs>